independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. GDP, gross domestic product, rose 2.9% in the fourth quarter, more than expected, even as recession fears looms. What? Yeah, if you guys haven't heard, uh, fourth quarter numbers out. It's always about the economy, stupid. We're spending money. Uh, beat, as they like to say it, beat expectations, kids. Positivity. The nation's GDP rose at an annual rate of 2.9% in the fourth quarter of 2022, adjusted for inflation. It's a slowdown from the 3.2% rate of the third quarter, but slightly higher than analysts were predicting. The relatively strong performance comes despite rising inflation and interest rates. Yep. Very interesting. So good news, I guess. Positive news, somewhat, in a world where we're still trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Some economists now believe we could see rolling recessions. That is to say, aspects of the economy starting to slow down, whereas you don't see the entire thing slow. And we've already started to see some of that in places like manufacturing, housing and technology, where we just heard overnight a new company, IBM, laying off workers. And we've heard that from a lot of the big tech giants. By the way, IBM is not a new company. It's a new company. It's it's a new announcement of layoffs from a company that hasn't announced those already. So I'll let you guys know that in case you're like, I think I've heard of IBM before. I have a feeling I have. You have. You have. Uh, but what have I been saying for carry the four, uh, uh, about a year and a half, two years? Not all of the economy is going to struggle. It is going to be an odd world of well now they've given it a name rolling recession which is hey tech world overhired didn't need it everybody's taking a step back okay now what well over here this portion of the economy is going strong the housing market in some areas is going to struggle i know yesterday uh who was it this uh this little company goldman sachs came out and said oh, these markets here are going to struggle tremendously uh, potentially drop 25 percent uh or more like 2008 no they're not they're not and the reason is simple uh first of all i'm just going to throw this out there one of the things that was cited in this that there was quote unquote their backup or part of their research that company's like we didn't take part in this secondly here in Arizona, where I live, the average home price in Maricopa County, which is the Phoenix area, $470,000. That is way overinflated. Remember Tesla a few years ago where everybody he was like, you know, God, look how expensive Tesla is. And Elon comes out and he says, like, we're, we're, we're not more valuable than all the other car companies in the world put together. It was overinflated. The market may come back and slow down but it's not going to collapse i've heard people yesterday running around with their hair on fire oh my god it's gonna go back to 2008 no several reasons let's go over this again chad you're pretty good at these things for whatever reason uh but i'll throw it out there first a lot of people bought houses remember 2008 it was like hey i work at taco bell like six dollars an hour but i like to buy a seven hundred thousand dollar home sure We'll say you make $500,000 an hour. You make a dollar payment for the next 12 months, and then you're going to make a $5,000 a week payment. You're like, ah, I could totally do that because you thought the housing market was going to go up. People went sideways. They went to hell in handbasket. You know how it goes. Everybody shouldn't have bought a house back then, got money to buy a house. Now people that have bought homes, a lot of them bought cash, but a lot of people at home, investors, 
bought home. Big companies drove a lot of this stuff. And on top of that, and this is something else to remember, the interest rates were so ridiculously low that even if your house you paid four fifty for it or three hundred or two hundred, depending on where you live in the country, and it drops twenty percent in value, you're not really upside down. And what you care mostly about is the payment. And that payment isn't going to kick you in the grundle like it did for a lot of people in 2008. So when I hear people freaking out, the market's going to slow down. And we see, yeah, part of it is people are still hoping and praying that they're going to get those interest rates back down at like 2.9%. And it's not happening anytime soon. So you have to adjust and then market will come down. It'll adjust a little bit and people start buying again. But I'm just throwing that out there. Because I had too much hair on fire in this world. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text to the program. Love hearing from all of you. Yesterday, uh, the president came out. And you'll hear his voice. And you'll think to yourself, that's not the president. I knew he was a robot. I just Today, I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abram tanks to Ukraine. Uncle the equivalent of one Ukrainian battalion. Because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objectives. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. Delivering these tanks to the field is going to take time. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be sending them tanks. 31, they're going to send 100, 120 Leopard tanks. You know, uh, they're German-made tanks. Germany's sending some of theirs, but on top of that, there's also going to be stuff that's going to be sent from other countries that Germany sold to, the likes of Poland and a few others, so they can get on the battlefield. Those will get there early, comparatively to the Abrams. You heard them. It's complex. We've talked about it with Mike Lyons. It's not, well, we'll just ship them kind of thing. They weigh like 60 tons it isn't happening tomorrow just to let you know even if there were excess tanks the process of getting them to ukraine to prepare them for use by the ukrainians to train ukrainians to to put all the parts and supplies in, in place would take many months anyway yeah they're talking about potentially a year just to give you an idea a year one year. Why did we build it? Essentially to kill Russians. It's kind of why we built the damn thing. It is all that in a bag of chips. It weighs a ton or 60 of them. Came into service in 1980. It takes jet fuel. It's, uh, I was explaining to somebody yesterday, like I had a 66 cherried out bug. It was awesome, right? I just feed up bug. It was cool. at overwindle the whole nine yards. And working on that vehicle was rather easy for somebody who isn't even great with their hands or a lot of stuff. You could just, it, it's the parts were cheap. You just put them on and it was like a Lego kind of thing. The Abrams is not that it's jet fueled. It's not regular fuel supplying it if something breaks it is hard it's got composite armor it weighs an absolute ton it is a beast so it's not a snap of the fingers but we're going to get it to them sooner rather than later and you're going to hear a lot of stuff about the word defense because the whole thought process is 
hey, we're going to use this to uh, help you guys defend your country. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This is an all offensive weapon, but you want to make it seem like you're not getting too deep into this thing. These tanks are meant to help Ukraine fight effectively uh, on open terrain to defend their sovereignty and their territory and to win back territory that the Russians have taken from them. Yeah. Yeah. How did the Russians take it? Hmm. The Russian strikes coming just hours after President Biden announced the U.S. will supply Ukraine with more than 30 Abrams tanks. That move gave Germany cover to pledge Leopard 2 tanks and allow other allies to send 100 of those. Asked if Germany had forced him to supply the Abrams tanks to Ukraine in a deal, President Biden saying we wanted to make sure we were all together. The Abrams won't reach Ukraine soon, but some German Leopards could enter this battle zone in a matter of weeks. Yeah, so we'll see what this looks like. And they're already saying we need F-16s because they want to take it to them. And we talked to Mike Lyons, our military analyst last week. He said uh, he didn't see this happening, but it's happening. And it's not happening overnight. It's going to take months. You heard that. It will not probably be in a position where there, if there, there may be a few by the spring offensive, which is what people are expecting. But how many? And then they showed uh, the 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 giant crater as they're firing. I mean, they're firing everything right now. They've got the suicide drones and all of that stuff. They feel like, okay, now the West is sending them sophisticated stuff. We're already struggling at this point with our conscripts. We've had our asses kits. The Wagner group has fallen apart. They're brutal and horrible, but they, uh, they, they have struggled tremendously. They're having defections amongst their elite uh, higher up officials in 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 parts of Russia. This is desperation time for him. So his big offense may be coming in the spring. And then I have a feeling if it goes south, either he gets desperate and does something stupid. Hence the reason why the doomsday clocks at 90 seconds. Or that's when we threw our last big punch. And now it's time to have some diplomacy. We'll see. But they're getting tanks. I hope he says tanks for that. Nah. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to get to. That uh, shooting in Virginia with the six-year-old shooting the teacher. It is awful. We've already decided that, haven't we all? Yeah. It was not an accident. Six-year-old did it on purpose. The more we find out, the more disturbing it is. And man, that lawsuit that's already been filed is going to be huge when they settle. Talk a bit about that. Trump's back, apparently, on the old socials. Ooh, Britney Spears, what happened there? It was the most interesting thing I talked about yesterday uh, with people, you know, around here is for all the other chaos going on, the whole Britney Spears thing. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I kind of said, I don't know if that's a good idea, but whatever. But the weirdness of what took place yesterday, and I've got two ideas on that. We'll touch on that as well. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet, text. Support the program brought to you by BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. BetterHelp. Go there. Check it out. What is it? Nobody has connected more people than BetterHelp has when it comes to therapy. With three million people they've connected. Everything is done online which is phenomenal. 
So you can Zoom, you can just have phone calls, you can do direct messaging. It's a way to connect with a therapist without the need for driving somewhere and, and the cost of being in person. It cuts down costs tremendously, but it gives you opportunities to talk. And when you fill out the questionnaire, like we did for our family, it 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 gives you the opportunity to to decide maybe you're just struggling with one little aspect. And it could be a situation where it's a relationship. It's a, should I change my job? And Or maybe you've got deeper issues that you need to deal with. That's why when you fill out the questionnaire, they're able to connect you with someone quickly. You're not waiting weeks and months potentially to see somebody. Save 10% right now on your first month and talk to the person you need to talk to or get the help you need with BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Benson. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Irreverent? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. Hide your kids, hide your wife, because they're coming for you. Donald Trump responding to his Facebook reinstatement saying his banishment should never again happen to a sitting president or anyone not deserving of retribution. Facebook, however, thought the former president deserved the suspension, in part for repeating false stolen election claims and praising some supporters who attacked the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Mr. Trump's return to Facebook comes with conditions to follow the rules or face more suspensions. Wow, he's back. Do I, should I care? It's like this. Eh. No, no. The media's got to be stoked. They got nothing going on. The media's got like, what are you talking about today? You're talking about the debt. We'll talk a bit about that. We'll do that in a little bit. Are you? I mean, you know, it's. I'm just curious. I mean, he they, they, he gives you something to talk about. There's only so much you can talk about when it comes to, you know, Mike Pence and Trump and. Biden having classified documents. What's in them? We don't know. They're classified. Could we speculate? We can do that. We got 12 hours. We can speculate about all of it. Fantastic. What do you think is going to happen with these documents? I think somebody's going to get them. And then what? Well, they're going to do something with them. What, are, what do you think they're going to do with them? I don't know. Do you think there's UFO stuff in there? Maybe. Maybe not. Again, I'm not, not sure. Sure, because they're classified. Uh, so... Uh, so they're classified, right? Yep. Are they, like, secret? Well, they have some of them. Are they top secret? Probably. Probably top secret. Probably not supposed to see them. Are they old? We don't know. <laughs> like, how long do we have? 11 hours and 59 minutes. <laughs> okay. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Twitter. Please, please do love hearing from all of you. What happened yesterday? With Britney Spears, which I found to be more interesting than the other stuff. Because something took place at Britney's house. After worried fans called the Ventura County Sheriff's Department, sources tell ABC News deputies went out to check on Britney Spears. Why were fans worried? Well, Spears deleted her Instagram account, something she's done numerous times, but it concerned fans that she wasn't okay, that it was a sign she was in danger. We're told deputies responded on a check the well-being call at around 11 p.m. They went to her home and verified she was safe and in no danger. Yeah. First of all, fan is short for fanatic. Let's always remember that. Uh, she deleted it, so no more chances of seeing her hoo-ha. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, if you've not seen any of her ramblings, they are ramblings. 
some of them are so all over the place. If she was outdoors and you didn't know who she was, you're like, that person's mentally disturbed. But what I love is the fact that people freaked out about enough because you're hearing people go, you know, maybe it wasn't a be- wasn't a good idea to maybe mom and dad and sister and the other 28 people that were around her. Maybe they knew more than the fan did that she's not well. Now, is it a cry for help? Maybe. Is it tough to watch a human being meltdown? Yes. Can you imagine being her kids? First of all, your dad's Kevin Federline. And he won custody. So that says a lot. Secondly, you're 14, 15, or 16, whatever they are. You have to go to school every day knowing every one of these guys here has seen your mother's hoo-ha. And she's naked probably on the gram right now. My other theory is this. She's setting up an OnlyFans. That's my other theory. (laughs) Because she's probably looking around going, well, hold on a second. Now regular... Even people who are star stars, like, uh, and and are stars now, are setting up OnlyFans. Why shouldn't I? Oh, could you imagine what she would make in a day? Bet that'd be crazy money. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the things. We'll talk a little bit about this and a little bit about that and some other stuff over here. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Schimmler! Spread that word up. Uh, we're sending tanks. We're just talking about that. It is awesome. It is a beast. It is the Abrams. As for those Abrams tanks, they are faster, have precision fire, and are far superior to most of the Soviet-era tanks the Russians are using. Far superior? Based on what the Russians have been doing? And what we've seen? To say they're, than most of, all of them. Hell, I think a Fiat from the 80s is as as good as what we're seeing from the Russians. The Abrams, this is, we're not even talking, there's nothing close that's going to be on this battlefield. There just isn't. These things go 45 miles an hour. They're powered by a jet engine. But it's going to be a while. We may get a few there by summertime. But it's, I think if we get them there by summer a few of them that's the logistics of these things they weigh 60 tons they can fire shells two miles my clients we had him on last week he said when desert storm he goes there we are in our abrams we just kept saying just turn us loose we got 300 of these bad dogs we're going to take the freeway to baghdad nobody can stop us but the logistics of it the leopard is lighter it's kind of like the difference between operating a it would be like operating a, an airplane that you'd see in say world war one or two comparatively to a jet fighter today like could you imagine you know like world war one and now you look at w- what we have today 
That's the difference in what these things can do. And the learning curve is is going to be tough. I like how she said, it's 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 like, you know, it's like probably as good as some of the stuff the Russians have. <laughs> these things were meant to kill Russians. That's what they were built for. I don't think that's very nice, Chad. I'm just saying that's kind of what they're about. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. So Rand Paul, who I'm sure is a really nice fellow. I've spoken to him on a few occasions. I not his neighbor, so I didn't feel the need to attack him. Uh he uh is suggesting something. I want you guys to just for for a moment put us our put aside your R and your D and look up and go, man, we got a problem. We spent a lot of money. We should probably figure out how to spend less and maybe take the money we have and maximize it because that's a responsible thing to do, a fiduciary, right? That's a person who is, uh, uh, you know, somebody out there who's a, who's a fiduciary. They're in charge of the money. You've entrusted them. So they have a, a law, a right to have your money and to use it. But with that comes certain things like if you screw up, this is on you in a way where you're culpable. It's not like I just made a trade and we lost. No, no, no. You have a a, a responsibility. So maybe we should say to them in the government, hey, you guys spend money like it's, well, like it's not yours. Maybe you should spend it like it is yours and guard it as such. So again, put the R and the D on the side. Listen to what he has to say here. If we were to have a $100 billion cut, which would still have us spending way more than we spent before COVID, a $100 billion cut and free spending, we would balance our budget in just four years. This is amazing. We have an opportunity here. It could be done, but it would take compromise between both parties. Republicans would have to give up the sacred cow that says we will never touch a dollar in military. And the Democrats would have to give up the sacred cow that they will never touch a dollar in welfare. Oh, my Lord, in a flatbed Ford. That's... He said both parties giving up a sacred cow. Because neither party wants to give up something. Because that's what that's that's how normal people who function survive. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. So husbands and wives have solid relationships. Friends, family, uh, work. All of that stuff. Nobody ever wants to give up anything, and yet at the same time, they uh, they just flourish. No, no, no. He said both sides, and he hit the military. We waste a ton of money in the military on stuff that we got contracts for that will never see the battlefield, that aren't used, uh, and that we're still buying things up because somebody needed to get elected, and they got him a contract, and oh, my Lord. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we could cut there, and... Not hurt the military. We'd spend it wiser, better, make a cut. The other side. Oh, you're talking about those truly sacred cows for some Social Security, Medicare, Medicare. Oh, my Lord. You guys know. So let's just say you because everybody else says, well, I, I, I paid into that. You did. You paid into that. You paid into a system that when it was put together, they thought once you retired at 62 or whatever, that you would live another three to five years. And uh, the chances of you living living, uh, 15, 20, 30 years beyond that wasn't really big. So 
things have changed. Medicare, Medicaid. For every dollar you put in, I believe, if I'm correct, you get out $4. So that's a $3. Well, why is that? Because we have way too much waste. We were going over yesterday, the largest employer in the country is the federal government. Agency after agency that mimics other agencies, billions and trillions of dollars handed around, disappearing, going into to the coffers of some people. And at the same time, when they buy stuff, they overpay for it because it's not their money. When we talk about reducing spending, it doesn't mean reducing Say, for instance, services. Now, I'm for reducing and eliminating services that don't work. Shouldn't you be? I mean, you know, I mean, isn't it like when did that become a, a place where we have to that this is the mountain we're going to lay it all down? This doesn't work. It wastes tons of money and it gives us zero results. So let's continue to do it unless you work for said place. Uh, that's stupid. It's not about providing our soldiers with less or our veterans with less. It's not about that. It's about spending the money wiser. Cutting out the fat, becoming leaner and meaner, focusing on the things that work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not about reducing medical services or, or you know, uh, reducing what somebody gets on Social Security. It's about maximizing the stuff we have by cutting things out around. That's it. It's not hard. But with government and as much money as they have, the opportunity to spend it and borrow at will, it becomes hard. And we need to get a grip on it because as rates go up, as things start to happen, we look around, guess what? Our kids are going to be paying for it. And then some. we need to deal with it now before it gets so unwieldy, so out of control, it becomes truly a danger to our nation with the amount that we owe and the potential of what could happen. It's about being smart. And if we could just give a little bit, we can have a real conversation about how we fix some of this stuff. I think we would all feel a little bit better, but this is politics. Everything would have to be looked across the board. No one has a sacred area that would be immune. And when you make the cuts across the board, they aren't as big as you'd actually think they would be. It's a responsible thing to do, but President Biden needs to know absolutely he will negotiate and it's better to start now. Yeah. And a little cut. A little cut. When COVID hit and even when the recession came, uh, you know, the, the, the station that, I, that I'm located at, uh, the company, is managed brilliantly, run incredibly from top down. In a way that other stations and and big radio and media companies just they struggle with in some way. So rather than they put it out there to everybody. Hey, guys, should we fire several people and everybody keep your salary the same? Or can we all take a three or four percent pay cut and everybody keeps their jobs and we're healthy in our bottom line? What do you think happened? But they asked everybody. Oh, wow. That's called compromise. It's having a conversation that's looking out for the future. It's a shame that we can't do that. It's a shame that we put people in place that only care about what they look like on television. 
being able to 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 say something, to politicize something, to that's the shameful side of what politics has become. It is. And it's a soundbite era. It's unfortunate, but it's true. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text said program. Love hearing from all of you. Got a lot of stuff still to talk about. I told you about some stuff over here. We got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, the Razzies are in trouble. We'll talk about that. What are the Razzies? Well, that's the exact opposite. And they came out and apologized. And I just want to say shame on you for apologizing. Shame on you for giving in and apologizing. Talks a little bit about the old uh, Virginia shooter slash did social justice play a role in this kid not being taken out of school. Talk a bit about that as well. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself free bag. Oh, Rough Greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. And it is packed in this powder. You get in a bag and you sprinkle on top of your dog's food and voila, your dog's food, as they say, comes alive. Brings all the nutrients that's in your dog's food up to the surface and it maximizes those and gives them extras. It's helped my dogs with their aches, their pains, their 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 problems and soreness, and in particular my older dog Doodle with his hips. Uh, great for their fur, their teeth, their digestive tract, their skin. It has been amazing. And right now, they want you to try for free. That's it, free. It's not going to cost you a penny except for shipping. It's a couple bucks. They send you a bag. You put it to the test. See if you see a real difference, and I think you will. Try it for free now if you love your animals like I love my animals. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Shame on you, Razzies. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. Shame on you! Ryan Kira Armstrong is now 12, but she was 11 when she filmed the horror movie Firestarter. You're special, Charlie. I'm not special, I'm a monster! Earlier this week, she was nominated for Worst Actress by the Razzies, a parody group that every year mocks award season by celebrating what they deem the worst in film. The announcement of Armstrong's nomination was called cruel and insensitive by many online, and now the Razzies are backtracking, saying in a statement, Armstrong's name is now off the ballot, and they regret any hurt she experienced as a result of their choices. Going forward, all nominees will be 18 or older. Uh, I saw Firestarter. I enjoyed the movie. Do I think anybody's going to win an Academy Award from it? No. Was she bad? No. They're actors and actresses. She's also in the movie The Old Way, which I'll be watching this weekend, which is a Nicolas Cage Western movie, uh, because you put the two two of my favorite things in a same sentence. Nicolas Cage, you've already got my attention. Western, I'm sold. <laughs> I love Nicolas Cage. He's, I'll do anything. What's that movie? Everything, everywhere, all at once or whatever. That's Nicolas Cage. Anywhere, anytime, all the time. (laughs) That's what his agent says. But don't back down. Have a laugh. You know, some actors don't take themselves seriously. There's been several actors who show up at the Razzies to accept their awards. And usually, uh, here's the funny thing. In the past, there have been actors who've been both nominated for a Razzie and an Academy Award at the same time. 
Uh, yeah, so picking on a 12 year old, eh, the movie, the movie wasn't great. No, it was fun. That's all I want. Right. It was, it was PG 13 fun that Jack and, 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 and the, the older kids, we could all watch and have a good time. Let me give you a rundown of the Razzies. Cause usually these are the only things I've ever seen. <laughs> Worst picture blonde. Didn't see it. Disney's Pinocchio. No, thank you. Good morning. Uh, don't even know what that is. The King's Daughter. I think that was the movie with the, uh, that was supposed to come out like three years prior to COVID or two years prior and they rolled it out. And Morbius. I saw Morbius. Worst actors. Colson Baker, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly. Good morning. Oh, that's the movie. He directed and everything. Heard it's awful. Pete Davidson. Marmaduke. Voice only. Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Jared Leto as Morbius. And Sylvester Stallone and Samaritan. I'll watch Samaritan at some point. Morbius wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. I, I felt like yeah, you blew it up. You know, and Jared Leto plays the same character and everything. He plays Jared Leto. <laughs> and then you got all the other like it's, it's it's fun. It's fun. That's what these things are. You get to run around and be goofy. That's what we started giving actors and actresses way too much power and credibility because they were famous and i if you go back in history and you look at the way that people looked at actors and actresses and playwrights and all of these things back they were just like you guys you guys are jesters you're funny but nobody takes you seriously and you're not important you're here for our entertainment now maybe that was a little bit much (laughs) And we've we but we've gone the other way now into hero worship. I mean, my God, they sent police to Britney Spears' house because her fans were like, "Oh my God, I can't, Britney, Britney." Oh yeah, that's weird. <sighs> Just get over it, please, for the love of goodness. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter? Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, have you ever wondered, could I call my husband in such a way as to win $5? Bob! 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 Hurry up! I don't want to be late! Bob, hurry! Hurry! Bob! Robert! Dean! That is the uh, Iowa State uh, husband calling uh, calling contest. Man, how lucky are those guys? <laughs> Roy, can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now! Come on! You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Roy, 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 Roy! Oh, good God. That is just, uh, you have made some man so lucky. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you win the contest, you get $5. Roy! Roy, 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 Roy! 
Oh, good God. Isn't America great? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, you're missing the program. Grab the podcast. You're not going to want to miss the second hour. Make sure that your station carries the second hour. We're going to talk a little bit about that horrible shooting in Virginia with that six-year-old. It gets weirder every single day. Something new seems to pop up. And, man, I'm telling you, what were you people thinking? Was this social justice in action? that caused this talk a bit about that check out the podcast chad benson show this is the chad benson show Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Coming up. This hour's going to be good. I was going to give you a medium hour. I decided to go extra large on this thing. I want you guys to understand that a little bit. We're going to give you some predictions when it comes to the NFL American sports events taking place this there weekend. What's trending as well. But if you haven't heard the horrific story of the the kid that had mental issues at six. Okay, I want you guys to understand this. Mental issues at six years of age. Six years. Six. So much so that mom, I guess, and mom and dad had to go to school with him on a daily basis. So about three weeks ago, it was Friday, I think it's three weeks uh, tomorrow, Port comes in in the afternoon. Teacher's been shot in Virginia. You're like, oh, this is horrible. Uh, Six-year-old with a gun. You thought, oh, kid came in, show and tell, uh, playing around with it, went off. No, 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 no. Within minutes, the report was, kid meant to do it. You're like, damn. And since then, it has been just one horrific story after another. Yesterday, to nobody's surprise, the teacher's attorney said, "Mm, you guys are going to pay. According to her attorney, after Zwerner first reported the boy was making threats, another teacher was tipped off about the boy having a gun. But a search of his backpack came up empty. The administrator downplayed the report from the teacher and the possibility of a gun, saying, and I quote, well, he has little pockets. Werner also claims just minutes before the boy pulled the trigger, school officials refused a request to pat the armed student down, saying teachers should wait the situation out because the school day was almost over. What? Oh, it gets worse. So this child didn't just want to kill said teacher. This child originally wanted to burn the teacher alive so he could watch her as she died. Six-year-old. During the day, on more than a few occasions, it was reported, hey, there's some serious stuff going on with this kid, and other kids reporting he had threatened to kill another child after showing them the gun, threatened to beat another child up. Staff members that weren't this teacher and other teachers had alerted administrators who had said, ah, don't worry, it's school days, I'll stop. 
Let's go with Ace Alvestep. Parents last night got together. The old uh, big meeting there to talk about it, and they're pissed. Teachers inside the school and admins and staff telling these these stories, and nobody did anything about it. It's horrible. Horrible indeed. She knew. She had texted her family that she was worried that she might not make it home. She knew. This kid had terrorized other children in the classroom to the point where they were hiding under the desk at time because he was throwing furniture. He had both locked them in and out of the classroom, and that includes the teachers. First, how in God's name did these parents not say, all right, we've had enough. If my child, Charlie, does that, I am not going to allow Charlie to go to school. She needs to be in a facility that, but that's not, I mean, you know, it, it might, that, that's just, that, uh, that's what a normal parent would say. Just it, sorry. No, because if your child is at a point where you are hearing stories about them wanting to burn a teacher alive, maybe we need some professional help. And this lady and this school is ill-equipped to offer said help. Maybe. I'm just throwing it out there. If my child's in a class. Say Charlie's in a class, and there's a child in there that is violent beyond words for a six-year-old. And we're at a point where mom and dad have to come to school with him on a daily basis so he doesn't lose it. And my child can't get anything done out of fear. Well, we're going to move my child to a different facility if possible. And some people don't have the means. I get that. But for the love of God, what were you people thinking? And this is where, to me, I have a feeling we're going to find out the social justice warriors. Let's have our social and emotional learning, SEL, which is another word for, you know, another way of being the CRT-ish kind of thing. But this is about uh, social and emotional learning. And and we've over-penalized kids of color or kids from socioeconomic backgrounds. So we're going to do all we can to continue to give them opportunities to f- fantastic Some kids, maybe we have. I think in particular, little boys have gotten uh, uh, screwed in school. They're antsy. They can't sit still. They don't, no, quick, drug them. They're crazy. They're this. No, this kid had serious problems. And you did nothing. In a day and age, when we do one or two stories a year, it seems like, that a little boy uh, uh, puts his finger up like it's shooting a gun and he's suspended and everybody's got to go to therapy. Oh, what? Yeah. At a time when we look around and we're thinking to ourselves, okay, okay, okay. That's a little bit of an overreaction, but we've had school shootings, things of this nature. You know, I can understand some tenseness there. At a time when I think it was a few years ago, a little boy, do you remember, was it a Pop-Tart? He he chewed it to make it look like a gun. And he's suspended. Kids are in trauma therapy. This kid wanders around. Threatening to kill other children? They have gone uh, to, to lengths to search him when it comes to his backpack, and they wanted to search him again, and the thing, oh, he's got small pockets. We're, we're at that point, and yet this was allowed to happen? 
Who is running this place? Not this guy. Newport News' school superintendent out of a job after a six-year-old student shot first-grade teacher Abby Zwerner in one of his schools earlier this month. The board citing concerns over a string of recent campus shootings and parents outraged over what they call a pattern of inaction. That outrage amplified by allegations made by Zwerner's lawyer, accusing the school of missing or ignoring several red flags the day of the shooting. Three times school administration was warned by concerned teachers and employees that the boy had a gun on him at the school okay let's just get rid of the 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 the, the employees and the teachers what about other kids one of those warnings from a young classmate who was scared and in tears he bravely confesses to his teacher that the perpetrator showed him the gun at recess and threatened to shoot him if he told anybody That child was also told, well, we'll just get to the end of the day. The lawsuits are going to be big, as it should be. The kids have not been in school. They go back next week. I think they go back Monday or Tuesday. The young child, the six-year-old, which I saw Mother Jones had an article about nurturing him and loving him and doing. uh, Look, do I think we should throw away the key? No. Do I think the key should be readily available? I do not. When he went to the hospital after being arrested, they took him into custody with no fighting. After spending a few minutes with him, he was transferred to a mental institution. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know what it is, right? Is it, are some people inherently, is there something wrong where they cannot function in society And no amount of hugs or love is going to change that. There is a possibility. Pure evil, uh, whatever you want, you know, attachment disorder. I mean, that's my little brother supposedly has uh, attachment disorder. And as, as, as much hell as he's given my family, I never once worried about him walking in and shooting a teacher or burning somebody to death. And he's a handful and a half. He's 13 going to be next month i'm just throwing it out there that you know i'm reading this article yesterday like we need to love on him we need to hug him more we need to i'm like this is what got us in this mess in the first place this is what got us in this mess in the first place and the ignoring warning after ignoring warning after ignoring warning what were you thinking what were you thinking you weren't and it's going to cost you it's going to cost you millions. Cost some of you your jobs, as it should. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. A lot of good stuff still to get to. If you guys haven't heard, uh, we've got these things called tanks, and we are going to be sending them to uh, this place uh, called Ukraine to uh, do some fighting. Yeah, do a little bit of fighting. And these uh, tanks are badass, to say the least. Uh, on top of the tanks that we're sending, there's going to be some other stuff because the Yermans have decided to get involved. With the war in Ukraine about to enter its second year, the Russians now braced to face a fiercer Ukrainian foe. 
armed with sophisticated battle tanks with greater firepower, greater lethality. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. They'll enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objectives. President Biden announcing the U.S. will send 31 Abrams tanks and the Germans are releasing 14 of their Leopard tanks with up to 60 more Leopards sent from other European countries. It's about to get real. And the Russians overnight, uh, in reaction, uh, just firing stuff off willy-nilly, hit a kindergarten. Luckily, nobody was there, but they've got their drones, their suicide drones. Uh, it's it's about to get more offensive for the Ukrainians, some that they've wanted. But those Abram tanks, as badass as they are, it isn't easy to get them there. Don't expect them tomorrow. Those Leopards, you'll probably get some of those really quick. But some of these Abrams, they're going to have to take them apart, ship them, and it's not just about getting there, putting them together. It's jet fuel. So that means in many cases, we're talking about uh, trains getting stuff certain places, it, supplying these things, the training. It's going to take a while. But there's no doubt that it's this is a new phase. And the new phase is let's give them what they need to be more offensive than just defend themselves. So uh, Russia is pissed and angry. Hence the reason why the doomsday clock has moved closer. I bet if they went today, because they do it once a year, it'd probably be at like, because it's at 90 seconds, it might be at like 82 seconds right now. Oh, yeah. But got to check the climate, because that might take it back to, to 84. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, Instagram, all of the things. Raycon, best year, but around. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. And when you're doing that, make sure you listen on your Raycons. They don't budge. You can put them through the ringer, play sports in them. Anything you want in these things, and they're just a workhorse. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, the best earbuds for my money. You're not going to get anything to me that that you can put through the ringer. There's no stems. There's no wires. You've got uh, awareness mode. You've got uh, isolation mode. You've got just the, the regular mode. They're easy to switch in between. And I'm telling you, on top of all of that, the price point is amazing. Well under 100 bucks. I'm going to save you an extra 15% right now. Get the best earbuds around, the ones I swear by, the ones I use every day. They're called Raycons. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad now buyraycon.com slash chad when you do you save an extra 15 percent buyraycon.com slash chad chad benson show podcasts are american as hot dogs apple pie football and sushi uh, uh, uh. oh my god no Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. Uh, it's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ear's content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Chopper in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Bringing that brass, that plenty, pushing lesser bags, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let us find out what's trending on the interweb. Start with Twitter today. 
U.S. GDP grew uh, 2.9%. Pretty good. Pretty darn good, all things considered. Now we're having a thing called rolling recession. What is that? We'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll break it down a little bit more than that. Swalwell, angry, because uh, he's not going to be part of the intelligence uh, committee or whatever he wanted to be, and it was totally political. Of course it was. <laughs> it's polit- You're a politician. That's like me playing soccer and going, this is all about soccer, was it? <laughs> it was. It was. It was. That's exactly what it was. I didn't know if you were aware of that. Yes, I am now. Novak Djokovic. Trending. Australian uh, Aussie Open going on. Down under, you know what I mean? Down under the Aussie Open. Oh, I do know that. Head on over to the magical world of Google. What's there? Alex Murto. That's the uh, uh, man. We're obsessed with crime in this country. We are. That's that uh, guy who allegedly killed his family. He was an ex-attorney. He was an attorney, and it was a big to-do out on the East Coast. And People are paying attention to that. CNN and Fox, they'll all have on stuff. And I'm just like, we're obsessed with crime. Look at the shows that are on television. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Lots of crazy stuff. Tesla stock trending. Uh, Saw a really interesting article today about how it's now Tesla has become officially a it's it's out of the infancy and the teething period into a more mature car company uh where they're cutting back a lot of stuff and 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 they're more streamlined and lean and lo and behold even though their sales aren't up their profit is goldman sachs trending as well the housing market crash is it coming we talked about it earlier i don't think it's coming the way that people think because the housing crash that we saw in 2008 was so unique because so many people got foreclosed on. People that should never have had houses had houses. And I know people are saying that's mean. No, no. You shouldn't have bought a $600,000 home on a $12 an hour job. That's irresponsible. And people that you taking that makes you irresponsible. And you allowing somebody to talk you into it makes them irresponsible. But for most people, the market isn't going to crash the way that some people think. And the reason, to me, and the reason I think it's simple is just because supply and demand. And also, rates were so cheap, people could still afford their payment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff still to get to. We'll talk more about that. Other things. Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Are you ready for a rolling recession? What is that, Chad? A rolling recession sounds different than a regular recession, because it is. Some economists now believe we could see rolling recessions. That is to say, 
aspects of the economy starting to slow down, whereas you don't see the entire thing slow. And we've already started to see some of that in places like manufacturing, housing and technology, where we just heard overnight a new company, IBM, laying off workers. And we've heard that from a lot of the big tech giants. Yeah. Portions of the economy will. Will they struggle? Yeah, I think you'll have some that are struggling. I also think you'll have some that overhired. I think a lot of tech companies saw COVID and thought, okay, everybody's going to be working out of their house now. Nobody's going to be coming in. We're going to have to reconfigure all these things to get it right. And then it was like, well, we want you back in the office. And some people were like, I don't like working at all. But, and so I think you're seeing some of that come into play. I think some companies, the times are a-changing. Times are a-changing. And this is one of those times where they're going to have to figure out what's going on. And tech companies are the ones who are most susceptible to those times of changing. Case in point, Google calling in their, 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 their founders saying, guys, Larry Page and Sergey Brent, we, we need help. This chat GPT thing has come in and it's changing everything. More than a dozen people that I listen to, respect, I'll read, have all said the same thing. This is the biggest thing since the iPhone. We've been talking about for a while. We've been talking about for months. Why? Because, well, my uncle and I have been playing around on the damn thing for a while. It's insane. It is. So if you don't know what it is, let's find out. ChatGPT, short for Chat Generative Pre-Training Transformer, is a machine learning model that can generate human-like text. It's been trained on a massive amount of data, allowing it to understand and respond to a wide range of questions and prompts. I simply typed in a prompt, write a TV news script written by a reporter about ChatGPT. What you just heard me reading wasn't written by me. It was written by artificial intelligence, chat GPT. Translation, you just showed me why we don't need you. Oh. Now, it's not perfect, but we started playing with it. Uh, my Uncle Paul got it uh, middle-ish last year, the beta. And then we started having, then I started beta testing it and, and screwing around with it. It was just fascinating. Like you write me a commercial about window windows, like why you should buy from this window company. By the time I could type that in and hit enter two scripts, one for radio, one for television. And the television script had the prompts of what you would be shooting. It would be like, my goodness, these windows are amazing. Pan to the window like that, that fast. that fast now you've got to be wary of some of the stuff on this there's no doubt about that uh it is not perfect but to show you what we started goofing around with and testing out and 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 to where it is now in just maybe 120 days or so it is insane how fast it's learning the other day minnesota i think it was minnesota law school it passed exams it got a c plus but they sprung it on what's it going to be like in a week 
next month. The AI, G, you know, chat GPT-like robot thing will have its chance in, if you will, its day in court. Because for traffic violations, there's a company out there that will use its tr- knowledge and allow you to use it to defend yourself in traffic court. There's not a robot there. You basically put an, you know your, your, your earbud in. And it will listen, and then it will res- have you respond in what you- it thinks the right thing is. These things are insane and brilliant and at the same time terrifying. And, and I mean, schools are concerned about this and trying to adapt. I mean, it's very tempting for any student to just have an AI program to write an essay for them. Yeah, I really think about what we're trying to do in school. We're trying to get them to be critical thinkers. And and I think we'll be able to figure out. Someone immediately wrote an interesting application that sussed out when something was written by AI. And we've had plagiarism tools. So I think it'll be an arms race around tools to control or push back on, on plagiarism or what have you. Yeah, but it's not even about plagiarism. Here's the thing. If you're a kid who's somewhat understanding of of how life works and you're not totally lazy but you're not very active and stuff you go there and you say write me a three-page essay on you know the uh you know the battle of the bulge just throw some out there and it writes it now you need to you know you need it doesn't tell you it doesn't you know, have it citations like, where'd you get this? Where'd you source this from? Things of that nature. You'd have to do some of that work on your own, which is much easier to do. Then you just take it and you rewrite it. Add a few things here, take some stuff off, add a few more things, move some stuff around. Voila, you've got it. But instead of you having to do all of those things, and that's the scary side of it. Smart kids will understand, well, I don't have to, I just think this thing could lay it out for me and then I could just touch it up. I'll just dress the pig up. It's not very nice, Jen. Some of the chat GPT stuff or some of the AI stuff, though, here's where it gets crazy. It will ask you, what kind of student are you? Well, I'm a C plus B minus student. Fantastic. Why is that? Because I don't want to give you an A plus paper if you're a B minus student. That's learning. That's. And the reason they call it the chat side of it, because the whole point of it is. Being able to chat with it, having a conversation. They're angry about it because uh, you could chat with Hitler or Einstein. Oh, my God. Not so much about Einstein, but the Hitler thing freaked people out. What about misinformation? Because in this day and age, we're really terrified about that. The scarier thing is when you tell it to come up with really effective misinformation around COVID vaccines. Or you say, come up with propaganda or talking points or stories that make me feel worse about uh, free elections in America. I think that's where it gets a little bit more, uh, a little bit more frightening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, though, understand that humans will have their biases as they program these things. One of the things that happened is they asked it to, uh, and this is where biases come in. You think, well, how could that be? And they come up with misinformation and this, that, and the other. They asked it a question. A journalist, write me an article of how Joe Biden won the Democratic, I mean, the 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 debate between Donald Trump. And it crafts this article about how he made better points and da-da-da-da-da. He then asked it to write an article 
about how Trump beat Biden and it gave him, I don't really pick sides when it comes to politics and this is a personal thing. So it can be crafted in ways that it will do its thing, whoever's programming some of the stuff, but eventually it's going to break free from that. And the misinformation, like how that guy's like, well, COVID vaccines, there's plenty of misinformation out there on both sides of the COVID vaccines, how they protected it. Yeah, You don't need that. You're worried about a lot of different stuff. People are going to use this thing, though, mostly at first for entertainment and fun. But there is questions about what's the future look like? Because we're creating Skynet. If you haven't seen at Boston Dynamics that thing the other day, that robot, that if you're an Amazon warehouse worker, a UPS warehouse worker, or a warehouse worker across the board, watching it run, jump, do flips, stack boxes, run around, do everything, you should be worried about that. This is a new world. Google uses AI and misinformation spreads wildly on Google and wildly on Meta because the incentives are to spread whatever information or misinformation creates more engagement, more enragement and more Nissan ads. And a third of us get our news now from social media. They'll figure out the motives. I don't think it's about the technology. I think it's about the incentives. But that's like anything, isn't it? And by the way, Google will suppress information all the time. We're finding that out more and more. Did we not find that out on Twitter and many other things? They will suppress information all day long. Go download DuckDuckGo and Google. If you put searches into those things, they will give you at times vastly different things. Why is that? Is somebody suppressing something? Maybe. Google's bigger fear is this thing's kicking our ass, and this is going to be not only the future, this will eliminate Google across the board when it comes to search engine and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah, because not only can I type in what's the best Mexican restaurant in X, Y, and Z, and it'll pop up all of these things. It'll lay out the menu and do things that you could not believe. Google's not doing that. Ooh. Yeah, 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, your Twitter, your Instagram, all of those things. Bulwark Capital today, your chance to join a free live webinar with my buddy, Zach Abraham. Find out what it's all about and how you protect your income, how you protect your retirement, how you grow all of those things and live a great life. Whether you're starting, you're in the middle of of, of heading towards retirement, or you're in retirement, they're going to show you what they do at Bulwark and why this crazy wild world can be a benefit to you. They're going to show you so many things. Today, it's a free live webinar. Sign up. It's not going to cost you anything. They're going to show you their strategy. They're going to let you peek behind the curtain. They're going to be so transparent on last year and what they did and previous years as well they're going to talk about why the 60 40 bond mix is not good today live webinar go to knowyourriskradio.com learn how bulwark capital risk management can help protect you and your retirement and see their performance attend it today it's a free live webinar with zach abraham go to knowyourriskradio.com k-n-o-w yourriskradio.com knowyourriskradio.com investment advisory services offered through trek financial LLC and sec registered investment advisor this is the chad benson show
Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. Yes. The Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy. Big weekend, NFL Championship weekend. Zit. Three games left. These two on Sunday, and then, of course, the Super Bowl. I'm excited. Super Bowl's in Phoenix this year. So, uh, my local show, we're going to do a couple days at, I guess, Radio Row. That'll be kind of cool. That's uh, that's pretty awesome, kids. That's all I'm saying. I was looking the other day, was that? Because you know, the, the, the expense of that people couldn't, you know, it's great. You take advantage of the opportunity. But there's a Motel 6 in Glendale, which is where State Farm Stadium is. I think it's $800 a night <laughs> for a Motel 6. Because not only is it the Super Bowl week and weekend, that same week, as it is every year, uh, it lines up to be the People's Open, which is... Attendance-wise and insanity-wise, it's the largest golf tournament in the the world. So uh, the Waste Management Open, I think, will have on any given day. There'll be days like uh, probably Friday, Saturday, where there'll be 250,000 people at the tournament each day. That's the insanity that you get for for you know over over a period of time because obviously tournaments nuts. It doesn't start at like uh, noon and end at three. It starts early in the morning. People come and go, but man, is it chaos and craziness! So you've got everything—the perfect convergence of insanity—and uh, I'm excited. But there's only three games left, and let's get to the AFC. I'll do uh, the NFC a little bit later. Bengals, cardiac kitties, taking on. The team that seems to be here every year, five years in a row, the Chiefs. I'm pumped. I'm excited. It's going to be a battle. Uh, very interesting. Because the Bengals are not intimidated. In fact, Joe Burrow has played the Chiefs three times, and he is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes, who has a high ankle sprain, and he says he's ready to go, and he's good to go. I don't know how good that is. Because high ankle sprains don't take days. They take weeks, sometimes months. But it is the Super Bowl opportunity to play it. And with all of the technology we have today for the medical stuff, the chances of getting back out on the field are quicker. Uh, but there's no doubt that this is the game when it comes to, the. I think, the rivalry. I mean, the AFC is so stacked with young quarterbacks. And the Chiefs, they're good. There's no doubt about that. We've been in these spots. Um, we have the experience. We know what team we're playing. Team that's been to this this game the last five seasons, and they've all been in that stadium. So, to me, they're still the team to beat. And then we're coming for them. But we know it's going to be tough. We know it's going to be going to be hard fought, and we know the kind of players that they have on that side. That's the reason why I think the Bengals win right there. I think Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. There's just something about that guy. 
as great as Mahomes is and the Chiefs are and their offensive prowess is, is awesome, this defense is a bend-don't-break defense. Both of them are. But there is something about Joe Burrow. There's just something about his Joe Cool attitude, the way he plays, big games. They win in their last year and won, and nobody even thought that was even a close to happening they went to buffalo last week and they neutralized josh allen and that amazing bills team and i just feel like the Bengals are going to get it done again because i just think i look over and i think they're just something about the cardiac kitties there is i just have this sense and feeling that this gets done again and while they're the team to beat think about this if they lose this the Chiefs, you've, you've had five at your house, but uh, you only won two of them. So that's something to think about there. Yeah, it is. And I, and, and I think the other side of it is, too, is Mahomes. I think they're going to get to him. How good. His Im- improv- improvisation and the way he does stuff, it's awesome. But if he can't do the things that he loves doing and he can't get out and be that exciting player and he's limited... I think that's a, that's a tough thing for them. It is. It is. And so that why, that's why this weekend I give the big whoop to the Cardiac Kitties. The Bengals going back to the Super Bowl is my prediction. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. If you're missing the show, shame on you. Secondly, we have a podcast. Grab the podcast. We love hearing from you. We're thinking about doing some other podcasting stuff, a little bit more free-flowing, if you will, get deeper into some subjects, and uh, uh, we're thinking about doing that sooner rather than later. Let us know what you think. Drop us a line. You can text the program, 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. That's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things, the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Coming up, we'll talk a little bit about that shooting of the teacher that was, what, three weeks ago in uh, Virginia by the six-year-old. Every day it's something new, and it gets wilder and wilder. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but first, a change, children, men and women, ladies and gentlemen, non-binary figures and such and whatnot. We are changing our stance on them, their tanks. Today, I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abram tanks to Ukraine, the equivalent of one Ukraine. And he's also doing that as a robot. Any battalion. I knew he wasn't real. Because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objectives. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. Delivering these tanks to the field is going to take time. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. Yeah. And when you listen to him there, not only is he a robot, because we all knew he wasn't real. Uh, He is a hologram. Well, could somebody do a better job? (laughs) It's not very nice. The, uh, uh, The tank thing. 
right? Because, you know, we're close now to the whole doomsday. 90 seconds now. I saw that this week. Doomsday clock moved to 90 seconds. Some of that is because of climate change. But, ha! I digress. Back to this, Chad. Focus, focus. They're not getting him tomorrow. I have heard months, potentially a year before they get them their tanks. Even if there were excess tanks, the process of getting them to Ukraine to prepare them for use by the Ukrainians, to train the Ukrainians, to put all the parts and supplies in, in place would take many months anyway. Yeah. A year, potentially, before they get them. 31 of them. But you're going to hear words like defense. Defense, defense, defense. They're, we brought them in to defend. We brought them in to defend. They're here to help defend. These tanks were built to kill Russian soldiers. That's what they were built for. They were going to call them Russian soldier killing machines, but they thought, well, that's not, that just doesn't sound good. We'll go with the Abrams. But that's what they're built for. Back in the day when they built them, the whole thought process was, we get into a war, these things are going to be valuable, they're going to kill Russian soldiers. That's what they're there for. But you're going to hear the word defend a lot. These tanks are meant to help Ukraine fight effectively uh, on open terrain to defend their sovereignty and their territory and to win back territory that the Russians have taken from them. Yeah. They're built to attack, to move forward, to crush. Now, the Leopards, they're going to be getting uh, anywhere between 100 and 120. Germany decided to throw down with that. Those are easier, right? Regular fuel, easy to, to use. It's kind of like the difference between... Uh, I used to laugh because I had a cherried 66 bug... <laughs> Just beautiful gorge, slam down. Oh, it's just gorge, slam. It's just. If you ever worked on an old bug, it's like it's snap. It's like oh, parts missing. That cost a nickel. Snap it on. It's like I don't need to be a mechanic to understand. You just it's 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 simple and easy. These Abrams, the new ones, jet fuel. They're big. They're bulky. They're badass. But you know what they are? Complicated. They're complicated. Not simple. There's training. There's going to be a, a learning curve on some of these things. And then once they get out in the field, they're not easy to supply. If something goes a little south, they're not easy to, to, to fix. It's not a snap, plug, and play. It's not. But they're meant to go after Russian soldiers. That's why they were built. As the president said, they don't represent an offensive threat to Russia. Do they represent a threat to Russian soldiers? You bet they do. But not to Russian soldiers that are in Ukraine, not not to uh, not to Russia proper. And you and you and you and you hear what it's, everything's got to be put just right because we don't we don't want to. It's got a nuclear weapon, right? This is it. I mean, this we have never been in a situation where we have nuclear power staring at each other in a way that we are at this moment in time. But that's what we're doing. We're staring at each other. We're looking at you. We are going to give them some tanks if it's a leopard. If you didn't want to. But we are. So much of it is, look, it's branding. Got to brand it. Got to message it right. Because you know what they're saying now. All oh, these 
SOBs. Oh, here they are, these Germans. They're all, again, they're marching. They're marching on Stalingrad. They're marching. That's the message that's going on out there. That's what's going on. Speaking of messaging, we got this call the other day. I didn't play it. We should play it now. It's hilarious. It's a guy called in about uh, 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 our take on the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. Chad Benson needs to check himself about discriminating our country. Russia, Ukraine, they're all insane. They're Russians. Ukraine belongs to Russia. Thank you very much. Let him fight it out. He needs to check himself. <laughs> I don't know who Ukraine is. But I need to check myself. So if we're all the same, if they're all the same, then can we just say we're Canadian? I mean, we're all all the same, aren't we? Or are they a different country than ours? Just That's a question. Better check himself. Just let him fight it out. Yeah, that's somebody who's uh, uh, too much time on Fox, man. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I do. I do. I do. We're out of control in the world of spending. You know that. I know that. And now the Republicans are coming out and they're, 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 you've got the usual fiscal hawks who are always trying to cut something. I get that. I applaud you for that. And many of them, they're a broken record. They are. They're definitely a broken record. Rand Paul, who I like, I'm not his neighbor. So maybe if I was his neighbor, I'd want to beat him up. I heard that has happened before, but is talking about budget cuts actually scaling back oh wait what yeah and he talks about the sacred cows <gasps> if we were to have a 100 billion dollar cut which would still have a spending way more than we spent before covid a hundred billion dollar cut and free spending we would balance our budget in just four years this is amazing we have an opportunity here it could be done but it would take compromise between both parties Republicans would have to give up the sacred cow that says we will never touch a dollar in military. And the Democrats would have to give up the sacred cow that they will never touch a dollar in welfare. Oh, my God. First of all, here's something that he said. All right. Because the left, I've already seen it now. They're gutting it. Grandma's dead. Oh, poor people are dead. They're just going to. I saw the headlines. He did say the sacred cow of military. He did say the sacred cow of the military. You would have to cut military spending. I'm a big proponent of cutting military spending in a way where we focus on the battlefield of the future and make things smarter and better without a waste of dollar bills that we have done in the past because people get fat contracts from the military industrial complex and they're very excited and they hand their friends tons of money to get reelected over and over. How about we cut stuff that doesn't work? We'll never see the battlefield. Huge proponent in that. And yes, I'm a big proponent in finding ways to cut spending in the sacred cows of Social Security. No. And I know it's It's not about cutting your benefits or cutting what you get when it comes to your monies every month. 
It's about finding things that we have duplicate agencies in, too many people in positions that do absolutely nothing. There's eight people in here. You all do the same thing when only one person is required. It is about finding wiser ways to spend the money. And when you do that, you find out that there's plenty of money that we can cut elsewhere inside of these programs that doesn't affect the person on the other side of it who is receiving these things. It just cuts money in the back end because there's usually too much going on in the back end. It's like college administrators. Go look at the number of college administrators since the early 2000s compared to now. The jump has been huge. And so is the price to go to college. Do we need that many people in bureaucracy? Do we need this many agencies that does the exact same thing as the other agencies? That's where you've got to look at it. Do we need to have five billion of these things for the military that sit inside warehouses and will never be used because somebody signed a contract 15 years ago and now that stuff just doesn't be used? But we can't get away from the contract, so we ask them to continue to make it and it doesn't do anything. That's about looking at things and going, where can we cut? Without eliminating the product to the end user, i.e. us. Oh, yeah. I like that. Everything would have to be looked across the board. No one has a sacred area that would be immune. And when you make the cuts across the board, they aren't as big as you'd actually think they would be. It's a responsible thing to do. But President Biden needs to know absolutely he will negotiate and it's better to start now. Yeah, I agree with him. And let's sit down and talk. And as somebody who would like to get something done, if I'm a president, I say, absolutely, I want to hear about this. And when you go and look at the numbers about when you hear people say, well, I've already paid into this. Go look at what you've paid in compared to what you're actually going to get out. And you're going to find out, especially when it comes to the medical side of it, you're not putting in dollar for dollar. You're putting in a dollar and getting right between three and five dollars of service. And a lot of that has to do is because, well, we're overcharged for things. Stuff's ridiculous. We know the medical industry is just sideways at times. There's a lot of that. But still, if you think it's just dollar for dollar, and as us living longer, remember when you retired 40 years ago at 65 or 62, eh, they didn't expect you to live to be 90. So you paid in and you kind of thought, well, you know, maybe you live another you know, three, four, five years. Well, now that the average person lives to be 75, let's say, 73 if you're a man, 78 if you're a woman or whatever it is, think about that for a second. And if you retired at 62 or you can start drawing upon that or 65 and you're going to go another 10 to 15 years as opposed to three to five, oh, yeah things to look at. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet. Text. Love hearing from you. Ralph Greens. Art, art, art. Speaking of old. Retired. My dog Doodle's retired. I don't know what he's retired from, but I'll tell you what he is. Happy. Bouncy. I saw him this morning. He was sleeping on a little heating pad. My wife left a heating pad uh, on the couch and could, you know, we got up. We were tired last night and, and he was on top of it and I just was giving him little scratches. It's awesome. I love the fact. That's what my wife does. I get home at night and he greets me. Five years ago, we thought we had to put him to sleep. 
thanks to Rough Greens, with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, Omega 369, we sprinkle on top of his food. He is happier, healthier, and bouncier than he's ever been. I want you to try a bag for free. Dr. Dennis Black is going to ship it to you. You cover the cost of shipping. That's all they ask, and you get a bag for free. Try it now. You won't be disappointed. Your dog will love it. They'll have more energy, aches and pains, the joint pains. You watch what happens. It is a little thing that goes a long way. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Get a free bag now. Cover the cost of shipping. The bag is yours. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Uh, later on this hour, I'm going to have the, I've already given you my pick, if you missed it, for the uh, AFC Championship game. I'll give you my NFC Championship game pick this hour, as well as what went on in Virginia. That six-year-old kid, are you kidding me? My goodness me. Talk about that. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Uh, Mr. McCarthy's rationalizations, justifications keep shifting. The cardinal sin appears to be that I led the impeachment of his master in Mar-a-Lago. Um, I can assure you that if the former president or Kevin McCarthy believes that this is going to stop any of us uh, from fighting to protect our democracy, um, they're going to find out uh, uh, that the opposite is true. It only will intensify our commitment to doing so. Uh, Adam Dipschiff, uh, right there, uh, upset that the committee assignments were handed out and they were not a part of the stuff, the intel committee, the stuff they like doing. By the way, yeah, you they're upset, by the way, that you led the, uh, the impeachment because it started the day he was inaugurated. That's the reality of it. You know, they come out here and they, they, they scream and yell about all kinds of stuff. And here's uh, Karine Jean-Pierre. Representative Schiff, Representative Swalwell, uh, and uh, also represent, uh, Representative uh, Omar are, um, you know, are expertise and bring a lot to the table when it comes to uh, foreign policy and national security. And we'll say this, uh, we'll say that um, when it comes to that committee, it should not be politicized. Uh, it should be independent. And uh, I'll leave it there. I agree 100 percent should be independent. Look, there are some things that politics should be put aside safety of our country things of that nature no doubt in my mind like i look we we could we could sit here and debate politics all day long but when it comes to the protection of the united states of america and its people i need people who care only and singularly about protecting our country our allies our stuff first and foremost whether you have a d or an r by your name i don't care but they're pretending that they don't politicize stuff they live in a world of politicization that's it you got yours. You got your comeuppance. And uh, let's not forget Swalwell slept with, was it Fang Fang? Was that her name? The, the Chinese spy. <laughs> so so maybe, uh, maybe, Adam, that we can all agree that maybe he's not the best. He's the mark they went after. Oh, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, speaking of Swalwell. These smears are bringing death threats. He continues to do it, which makes us believe that there's an intent behind it. But we will not be quiet. We're not going away. I think he'll regret giving all three of us more time on our hands. To be angry and to do what? I mean, that seems like a threat right there. Oh, you're going to regret this. You're going to regret this. You better watch. You are going to regret this. You gave me more time on my hands. You watch what happens. You watch what happens there, sir. Do you have any more Chinese spies I can sleep with? Mm-hmm. 323-538-2423. At Jeff Benson, show us your Twitter. Let's talk about the horrific incident in uh, Virginia, the shooting 
A six-year-old shot a teacher. And the more we hear about it, the more you're like, are you blank and kidding me? Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. They're getting tanks. I hope uh, Zelensky says tanks for that. Ah, Chad. Uh, Overnight, though, we did pledge uh, tanks yesterday. And guess what happened? Russia, not happy, uh, blowing stuff up. This giant crater shows the force of one of those Russian missiles. This was a kindergarten. Overnight, we heard and felt loud explosions in the city of Dnipro. Russia firing around 80 missiles and drones. At least one person killed. Energy infrastructure sites hit in southern and western Ukraine. And the question is, are they starting to ramp stuff up when it comes to just let's just indiscriminately shoot everything we have to wherever we can, get as many of these drones that Iran is building and uh, potentially some other stuff, maybe from North Korea, China, who knows, and just let's unleash it because those tanks are coming and uh, we're going to show them. Well, if that's what you guys are going to do, then check this out. The Russian strikes coming just hours after President Biden announced the U.S. will supply Ukraine with more than 30 Abrams tanks. That move gave Germany cover to pledge Leopard 2 tanks and allow other allies to send 100 of those. Asked if Germany had forced him to supply the Abrams tanks to Ukraine in a deal, President Biden saying we wanted to make sure we were all together. The Abrams won't reach Ukraine soon, but some German Leopards could enter this battle zone in a matter of weeks. Yeah, of course it's a response. He's pissed. He's angry. Understandably. Uh, just as everybody else is pissed and angry that you invaded them when you, well, you, you, you apparently you felt you had to because, uh, you know, the West was encroaching. And now what you did was you brought the West together to be pals in a way that it wasn't happening before. It wasn't. So uh, uh, did you achieve your mission? Probably not. Is it going to get uglier? Unfortunately. Will they get to a point where they sit down and talk? That's the big question. Uh, yes, but not now. They're very ambitious on both sides, and I don't see uh, I don't see either achieving their objectives on the ground anytime soon. No. What's that mean? They're going to go. They're going to throw blows. We're going to find out what happens. I have a feeling by the mid part of spring into early summer, uh, once the dust settles that there is going to be a pullback and everybody's going to go to the table. But it's going to be a while before that happens. And there's going to be many more people that have died and there are many more opportunities for something to get a little sideways and for other nations to be dragged in. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. If you didn't see the story, you've been living under a rock. A six-year-old child took a gun to school and purposely shot his teacher trying to kill her. As the story unfolds, we find out more and more about this child and what took place that day. And in a not a shocking scenario, lawsuits are coming and damn skippy they should. According to her attorney, after his Werner first reported the boy was making threats, another teacher was tipped off about the boy having a gun. But a search of his backpack came up empty. The administrator downplayed the report from the teacher and the possibility of a gun saying, and I quote, 
Well, he has little pockets. Werner also claims just minutes before the boy pulled the trigger, school officials refused a request to pat the armed student down, saying teachers should wait the situation out because the school day was almost over. Insane. And this is one of those touchy-feely things. I have a feeling we're going to find out more and more. By the way, this is what's even creepier about this. He didn't want to shoot the teacher originally. He wanted to light her on fire and watch her burn to death in front of him. During that day, he had showed kids the gun and threatened one child to kill him, threatened to beat another child up, terrifying the children who told administrators. Other administrators had raised the alarm about him. So here's another question for you. What the hell is he doing in school? His mother and father apparently had to go to school with them almost on a daily basis. This was not a shock. This was not a shock. I couldn't remember what my little brother did. California, a little different, but still Virginia. A little bit blue. He got the old, uh, the, uh, you know, they got the teachers union, all that kind of stuff. We saw what took place there. A place where you're trying to teach with love and kindness. And that sounds great. And that's how I got social emotional learning and stuff. But there comes a point in time when children have a right to feel safe, too. But I, I, I said yesterday, I was telling, I was on my local show, I said, my little brother got in trouble because he pointed his finger as a gun and there was a big to-do about it. Uh, uh, and I was trying to talk to my mom and it was something else uh, that was like a plastic gun that was like a Nerf gun. There was, it was bag. It wasn't the point of the gun. In, and it was like a thing, like suspension. You can, I mean, he was like five or six, you know, having his backpack. And it was sideways. I remember that. This kid wanted to kill his teacher. He had locked his teacher out of the room at times. He had locked his teachers in the room at times. He had threatened children and thrown furniture to the point where they had to scurry at times underneath their desk. He had threatened to beat up and kill other children. Why in God's name was he there? Why wasn't he a suspended? And B, is this one of those things where it's like, well, you know, disproportionately black children because is that one of those things? This one of those things we emotionally had troubles. Why did the parents not pull him out of school saying my child is not well and should not be around other children? They took him in the custody day of the shooting with zero fight. Because he'd already shot the teacher. He is not being held in custody in a facility, a juvenile facility, where they're going to... They put him straight after taking him to the hospital. They put him straight into a, a, a an institution uh, uh, to help mentally with him. Because he is not well. The parents swear the gun was locked up in a safe. And I'm sure all this stuff come out. The lawsuit's going to happen because... In a day and age where if you even whisper something, make a joke about something, you're in trouble. Not this kid. What the hell happened? How did you fail? You told administrators and other children, well, we're almost through with the day. We'll deal with it later. Are you blanking kidding me? Parents, last night. Teachers inside the school and admins and staff 
telling these these stories and nobody did anything about it. And, it's horrible. And why were they talking about it? Because last night they had a meeting and guess what happened? Newport News' school superintendent out of a job after a six-year-old student shot first grade teacher Abby Zwerner in one of his schools earlier this month. The board citing concerns over a string of recent campus shootings and parents outraged over what they call a pattern of inaction. That outrage amplified by allegations made by Zwerner's lawyer, accusing the school of many times. School administration was warned by concerned teachers and employees that the boy had a gun on him at the school. Yes. Now they searched him once and then they were denied again. And I'm telling you what's going to come of this. We're going to find out that this is one of those situations where, well, certain children from socioeconomic backgrounds or color or whatever they are uh, disproportionately punished or people who have issues when it comes to the mental capacity uh they're they're overly pun- no no this is not a kid who, my little brother has been diagnosed with uh rad right uh, association disorder he you know he's and so he's got a psychologist and i don't mean when we talk about my little brother for those of you who know i'll just a quick snapshot My sister had way too many kids. She had really bad problems with drugs. And I wish her all the best. I love her, but she was a hot mess. My mother's adopted my nieces and my nephews. I have a 10-year-old little brother and a 12-year-old, soon-to-be 13-year-old little brother. He has issues. Serious issues. Not like this. Never once. I was talking to my wife last night. Never once do I think uh, E is ever going to do anything like this. Ever. But the issues are bad enough that my mother has, they have psychologists come to the house every single day in the morning to help prepare him for school because he can get out of control. And he's improved a lot. And a lot of it, I think, is the chaos in my mom's house with with my little brother's sisters. But uh, he does fine at school. And he, you know, but he is just, he's, he, he can push back. And it is, it's tough to watch. This was not that. People at school aren't terrified he's going to wander in and kill a bunch of people. This kid, people knew about. They knew about this. And as a parent, what are you doing if you know your kid, as much as you don't want to admit it, that your child has an issue? What are you doing? Sending your child to school if you think your child is a threat to others. This whole thing was a hot mess. And we're going to come, I'm telling you what's going to come out of this. We're going to find out that there were many opportunities to discipline and do things. And they decided against it based on some touchy-feely BS. And if you think the only lawsuit that is coming, the only lawsuit is the one with the teacher, you're fooling yourself. These kids saw their teacher get shot. They were warned on numerous occasions that he was uh, dangerous. He had threatened to kill and hurt other children. This is a nightmare. And they're still not back at school, by the way. They don't go back till next week. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. We've got the NFL picks coming up in a little bit. I already gave you my AFC pick, so I'll give you my NFC pick coming up in uh, just a minute. Swiss! My friends over at Swiss, I'm looking at you guys. Inflation can go sideways. You know that. What are you doing to protect yourself? What are you doing? How about physical gold 
and silver. Buddies at Swiss America are ready to help you with that. Right now, they have silver walking Liberty Half Dollars for $12.50 each delivered right to you. That's right, $12.50 each. How do you get these? You call or text right now, 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash chat. The silver walking Liberty Half Dollars is just $12.50, limited $250 per customer. We don't know where inflation is going to go. We don't know. Uh, what's going to happen with a lot of different things. It's always nice to have something that potentially, if it goes south, guess what? With a weaker dollar, uh, you're protected. You're protecting. You're protecting your assets, and that's where these come in. Get your Liberty, your silver uh, walking Liberty half dollars right now for $12.50. Call or text 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash chat. Make sure you tell them chat they're going to take extra good care of you. Help protect your assets against inflation today. Go to SwissAmerica.com slash chat or text the number 800-289-2646. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Ah. Well, the great weekends in sports in America. You want to know how big the NFL is? I'll throw this out to you guys. I want you to understand the size of the nipple, as I call it, the NFL. I'm sitting there yesterday going, man, it's weird that the, uh, what is this, uh, 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 this, this, this golf tournament happening on a Wednesday. And I'm like, ow, it's the Farmers Golf Tournament. Well, why is that significant? The PGA normally plays Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Championship weekend. They play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they get out of the way because they know on Sunday there is one thing being watched, and it is this thing called the National Football League. Imagine, you know, like that that movie that Will Smith did. Remember when before he was crazy and slapped everybody? Uh, he did a uh, 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 a movie that uh, was a concussion movie. And in the the movie, they are talking. He's like, "You're talking about taking on the NFL," and I just remember, it's like, "You're talking about taking on a corporation, essentially, an enterprise that actually owns a day of the week." That's how big the NFL is in this country. So. We do have games on Sunday. I've already given you my prediction for the uh, AFC championship game. Let me do it for the NFC championship game. What do we have at stake? Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, and the Niners. Led by the legend that is Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy, the last pick in the NFL draft. What a game. Top two seeds in the NFL. uh, I'm in the AFC. I'm in the, excuse me. Top two seeds in the NFC. Redo. Uh, In Philly, it's going to be cold. But it's going to be interesting. And heated up on the field. Last week, the Eagles walked by the Giants. The Niners 
little tough for time, but did what they needed to do to get by the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? So what do you have now? A defense that's ferocious. A defense that gets after the quarterback. A defense the Eagles haven't seen. But they're looking at an offense that is balanced, that is good. That's an offense that doesn't wow you, but at the same time, you're like, oh my God. On the other side of the balls for either of those teams, you're looking at a really damn good defense for the Eagles. Here's the thing about the Eagles. Not too many people know. You, you can't name a lot of people on the Eagles. You go over and you look and you go, we're talking about the NFC, you know, the NFC here. You're like the Eagles, that, that they were what? They were they were the number one seed with Jalen Hurts? Is it Carson Wentz doesn't play for him anymore? No. Nick Foles? No, no. It's Jalen Hurts. What what else do they have? I, I, some other guys. You know, they got they got oh. go look at the uh all the glitters is gold with the 49ers. Man, tell you what, solid, solid defense. Bosa and those guys get after. You got George Kittle, right? Right? You got McCaffrey and, and Tebow Samuel. You got a team that is just stacked. And no quarterback controversy this year with Trey Lance and, and Garoppolo because you got a guy that everybody seems to love named Brock Purdy who was, for all intents and purposes, the throwaway pick by the Niners who said, let's take this guy with the last pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. He's been anything but undefeated in his five games and on fire. Doesn't make mistakes. But they don't ask him to do one of those things where just hand the ball off and throw it two or three yards and don't do anything stupid. He doesn't make mistakes and they unleash what's ever in the playbook. They don't hide him. This game's going to be a battle. Defense wins championships. But at the end of the day, I think the moment's too big for the Eagles. I think the 49ers get it done in Philadelphia, 49ers win the game, 24-17. Boom. They'll take on the Bengals. Oh, yeah, baby. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Oh, my Lord. So much fun. Solid fun show this week. Follow along with all of the goodies galore and so much more that we do on this fantastic program across all the stuff. Love hearing from each and every one of you. We're going to be out tomorrow enjoying ourselves, taking some time to hang out with the family and just refresh as that is my goal this year. My New Year's resolution was a little bit more time to myself as far as i work a lot of hours i want to refresh and enjoy it and that's exactly what i'm going to do and i'm making sure that everybody around here i tell everybody ask me how many hours i slept because if i didn't get at least five hours make sure that i get myself to take a nap during the day i got four hours and 20 minutes today i'll probably take a little bit of a nap have a great blessed rest of your day and weekend we will do it again on monday i'll thank craig for filling in for you tomorrow and as always to each and every one of you Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.